Hurry, hurry, breaking news. Flex tries Bud Light next, lives to tell about it. Today on Craft Beer Republic. Welcome in, everybody. It's Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining. My name is Greg, and boy, am I fucking excited today. The buffest man in all of craft beer, the greatest in the world at what he does, and that is uh, squats and drink. Flex, what's going on, big sexy flexy? Daddy's home, baby. Glad to be back. <laughs> I, I've been feeling like I'm missing a parent lately. Yeah, I, uh, you know no what? daddy. I, f- I feel like I've been gone for forever now, and, and I, seems- I only missed two weeks. It was two weeks, but uh, in my heart, a lifetime. Just a fucking lifetime. You're too kind. Too kind. (laughs) Well, I've got quite the view now that I can stare at Sexy Flexy the entire show. Thank you all for joining. Uh, The bromance is only getting grosser from here, so strap in. We've got a lot to get to today. So much drinking and beer research has gone on. I've hit up a couple of events. I've hung out with some beer friends. Uh, Flex over there has tried some interesting beers and apparently some NA beers as well. Yeah, super interesting beers. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a voicemail from uh, the homie Chew Your Beer, some breaking booze news, and a whole lot more. So uh, let's just dig into things right now. I'm Thirsty AF. As we record, technically, it's uh, it's the holiday. Peek behind the curtain. And I haven't started drinking yet, so um, let's fix that. I don't know what I'm doing, just dancing like a weirdo. I am drinking, thanks to a, a good beer friend I'll talk about here in a second, Ogo Pogo Brewing's Cactus Cat. 8.5% has a very respectable 4.11 on a tap. wow. <laughs> on a tap, triple dry hopped hazy double IPA with Strata, HBC 586 and HBC 586 Cryo. Brewed with our dearest friends over at Craft Coast Brewing. And the can says the cactus cat is a legendary, fearsome critter of the American Southwest. Generally described as a bobcat-like creature covered in hair-like thorns, this creature is said to use its spine to slash cacti, allowing juice to run from the plants. Later at night, the creature will return to drink the now-fermented juice, and then drunken creature is said to howl throughout the night. My kind of cat, if I was going to have a cat, because I can't fucking stand cats, but a drunken cat, I'm all for uh, this is uh, g- was given to me by friend of the show Fontana Jim. So thanks Fontana Jim. I'm very excited. I've never even heard of Ogo Pogo Brewing before. They're out in his hood. Uh, this on the nose, I get so much tropical fruit, especially guava. A lot of guava on the old schnoz. I'm gonna dig in and not do the tongue jobber justice. All right. So up front, that is your classic double hazy. But man, that guava shines through. It doesn't say there's any adjuncts in this. But it fucking tastes like they added fruit to it, like in in a good way. Like they have nailed those juicy fruit flavors. A lot of guava, a lot of orange, almost has like that pog vibe going down. Very smooth, not a ton of carbonation. Uh, nice haze to it. They say it's a hazy. It's it's actually hazy. It's definitely hazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am enjoying. This is my first from Ogopogo, and I am enjoying the shit out of this. I would go back for more. Well, first off, what an awesome brewery name yeah i like that right 
And now it's like Fontana Jim's been holding out on us, drinking all this awesome beer, right? right? He's always the one calling it angry. I'm going to have to call him angry. Like, where the fuck you been with this awesome beer? Right? You think he'd be happier right. getting all that good beer? <laughs> get, get off your asks. Ask, stop shopping at Winco and get me I'll some more. Quit going to the Winco, yeah. man. <laughs> Give me some more Ogopogo. Stop going into Winco. Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's funny. We um, we found out Fontana Jim was going to be in our hood last week. And so I said, why don't you meet us at Naughty Pine? We're going over for a little Friday night sesh. They had a food truck. They had one of our favorite uh, musical artists that that run through there. Her name's Lindsay Frey, and so he met us there with his wife, and we had some beers, we had some food. It was it was a great time, and he brought me these because I was supposed to trade him for some Morning Watch, and like the complete asshole that I am, I totally forgot to bring them. So now I'm gonna have to ship it to him and pay for shipping because I'm a dick. So sorry about that, but uh, yeah, he brought me a couple of these Ogopogos and and uh, one from Tony Hawk's Brewery that I haven't tried yet. So. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I didn't even know he had a brewery. That's super I didn't awesome. either, man. Fontana Jim just educating us. Right, yeah. dude? So uh, anyways, good time hanging out with Jim. Hopefully he makes his way out here uh, a little more. He comes out here to camp because we're not too far from like Malibu and the beach and stuff. So okay, he'll head out there with his trailer and camp it up. And so so pe- people camp on the beach in California. That's a real thing. Oh, it's a real thing. I mean, you're not like, oh, okay. You Usually you're not on the sand itself. You're like, you know, in a little lot just off the sand. Like okay. a camp zone. Some beaches you can camp in the sand. Honestly, it kind of sucks camping in the sand. You get sand everywhere. Yeah, no, it sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, but uh, he's got a you know his, his cool little camper trailer thing. So um, there's lots that are you know in the parking lot of the beach that you can park in. Designated, right? Designated right spaces. On. So um, yeah, he came out, met us at Naughty Pine for a few beers, and then he went and checked in at his camp spot. So it was a good time hanging out with Jim. And, and thanks for the. Fucking killer beer. I'm digging the shit out of this one. Um, what else has been going on? Man, so much. So Petals and Pints a couple weeks ago had their emo night, and Britt from Naughty Pine and Monica from Petals did a collab uh, black IPA that they released that night. So good. I hope it stays on tap for a while, or at least hopefully they make more. Really good. Uh, 30 Seconds to Fallout or 30 Romances. To, I forget the cover band's name. Anyways, they were also at Emo Fest at uh, Naughty Pine. They played that night. They are so fucking good. Like they just, they rock the house every time. It's nice to get out and see a little live music and that sort of thing. So shout out to Pedals and, and our friend Monica as well for for making a fucking kick-ass beer and, and having a fun night. They were, uh, the owner of the place was a little concerned. Their demo is usually a little older at that uh, brewery. And he okay. was like, well, I don't want to bring in like these bands. I don't know if anybody's going to show up. And she's like, I promise if you bring in this band, people will show up. And the place was fucking jammed. It was nuts to butts. It was it was a good turnout. So that that's awesome for them too. Yeah, so. Just bringing in all that that money and yeah. cons, uh, customer base, and, and hopefully and it was all returning customers now too. Yeah. So that that's just a huge thing. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, it was great. And it was all people, not all, but mostly people like in our age range who were rocking out the emo shit. So it was that demo they're looking for. Right so, on. Anyways, fun night there. Um, talked about Fontana Jim. Oh. Oh my God, dude. So Malibu Brewing, I know I've talked about them lightly on the show. They've been brewing beer for about a year now, but they haven't had an official tap room. They've just had a production facility and uh, at a couple of local places you could find cans. Well, they finally had their soft opening last week and one of the co-owners, Ryan, hit me up. I was like, hey, because we had met him at a beer festival and started talking. He listens to the show, which... Awesome. Yeah. Hi, for, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. First question, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but also, thanks for listening. Uh, he's a super cool guy. We When we were at the festival, like he's like, here, have all my beer and was telling me about them. And they're great. He even had like a, a rosé 
inspired beer, which normally I can't. I remember stand. you. I remember you telling yeah. the story because that's exactly what you said. Yeah, normally I can't stand it. His was like I would actually drink it. So that's that's a high praise for a rose beer for me. <laughs> Anyways, invited us over to the soft opening at their tap room in Malibu. I mean, it's like a hundred feet from the beach. It's a it's a great location, and uh, they have food, beer, everything. They have hired quite an amazing chef. The food was fucking amazing. We ordered these like shishito peppers, and it came with like this weird weird's not the right term, but it came with like this grilled onion and pepper salad underneath and uh, some like Indian fry bread. Holy yeah. shit. Best shishito pepper thing I'd ever had. Uh, got some wings. We were heavily uh, encouraged to order some dessert. So like I got, <laughs> they had uh, <laughs> they had boozy ice cream. So, you know, I ordered that and um, the wife ordered uh, shit. The name is escaping me, but they're like little mini fry breads and it's got honey on it and some strawberries and whipped cream. Anyways, Chef's kiss. It was so fucking good. The food was amazing. It's not just like a brewery with like your typical, here's your pizza and your burger. Now fuck off. It's like they focused on that food and it's so, so good. Beer was great. They had a Schwartz beer on tap. Uh, I always bonus points for me. If you got a dark lager going, um, had a few of their, we ended up doing, I think a flight and a few pints. I took home a four pack or a six pack of, uh, their hazy IPA. The wife took home a six pack of their lager. So you know the beer doesn't suck when you're buying it to go home, so uh, it's good times. Good but, I mean, the food kind of sounds like a place that you, you're going to go to Malibu, and yeah. to Malibu Brewing. It's like, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like they totally nailed it. It's like a, a, a brewery for a Barbie or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of pink Corvettes in the parking lot. It was crazy. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, food was, like, even if you're not super into beer, go and have the fucking food, man. It is it is worth the trip out there. It's a great little spot. We sat outside. They have a really cool patio with a bunch of open space. Anyways, I feel like now it sounds like I'm being paid to talk about them. I swear I'm not. And we're also working a bit on uh, getting him and the brew crew on the show as well. Uh, the big holdup is me because I'm trying to figure out the end of summer plans. But <laughs> but we're going to get I can, I, I can just tell how excited you are with how fast you are talking about it. Well, like, that's all you can tell when, it, when Greggy gets excited. It's either that or the cocaine, one or the other. So <laughs> <laughs> No, it's really it's good. A good co- it's a good combo. Yeah. <laughs> I feel great. Are you feeling great? <laughs> I good. should buy a boat. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Part of my excitement is like a lot of times you walk into a brand new tap room and it's like, mm, I'll be back in six months. You guys got some stuff yeah, to, to work it, out. And this is not at sometimes all. Sometimes it's real rough trip. Mm-hmm. Quite the opposite here. So I'll stop gushing. But uh, really good stuff over at Malibu Brewing. They open, if you're listening to this, uh, yesterday, if you're listening to it when it drops on Wednesday, they open Tuesday the 6th of September. So if you're in the SoCal area, head out to Malibu because you know what? It's hot as balls here right now. You might as well get near the beach so you could uh, have a little break from the insane heat we're having right now. That's pretty much it. I, I, I have a trip. I'll talk about it next week. I don't want to spend too much time yammering on about uh, about me, but uh, quick mention, watch the, the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert with the Foo Fighters and a bajillion special guests over the weekend. If you're into the Foo Fighters at all, or just music in general, that was a badass show. Some major rock royalty came through. I think it ended up being like five or six hours. They live streamed it. Yeah, it was so good. Um, I totally didn't cry when his son came up and drummed my hero. And (laughs) okay, it's dusty in here, cutting onions. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't cry. I promise. Yeah. So anyway, feels are feels, man. Had so many feels watching that. We we got shittered. We were uh, drinking mimosas. It started at eight thirty Pacific time, so we were drinking mimosas all fucking day watching the concert. So, uh, whew, 
lot of lot of feels coming through when you're drinking all day and people have died and that kind of thing. So anyways, <laughs> enough about me. Flex, what's <laughs> going on with you? We haven't talked in like three weeks. Oh, man. As well, if we don't uh, talk between shows. Yeah, right. Flex like, tries to call me. I'm like, you know what? No, no, no. Fucking save it, man. Fucking save it. We act like we're not actually friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, the breaking news, right? Flex tries yeah. Bud Light next and yeah, lives to tell about last it. show. Uh, <laughs> don't believe that. Uh, so I went to this get together at Buddy's house and uh, he, you know, bought some all right, pretty okay craft beers. And um, I go in one of the coolers and there's Bud Light next. And then I look at the table and I see one of my good friends drinking a Bud Light next. And I'm like, how are you doing that? I've heard such horrible <laughs> things about them. And he puts it in the terms of it's like uh, alcoholic seltzer, but beer flavored. Uh, I mean, that doesn't Which, sound attractive yet. No, it does. You should have seen my face. It was just kind of like I got that like mangled, disgusted look like <laughs> First of all, seltzers are horrible, let alone a beer-flavored seltzer. I wouldn't even want that Yankee Candle bullshit in my mouth, right? <laughs> but you know what else is beer-flavored? Exactly. Beer. <laughs> exactly. Beer. So um, his wife made some mention of it where it was almost like uh, refreshing. And again, I kind of mm. got that mangled, disgusting look. Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound refreshing. So I did take a sip of it because they... You know, they didn't make me, but they kept, just try it. You're just heavily try it. encouraged. Just, exactly. And uh, so I took a sip of it, and it tasted like, tasted like water mm. with like, uh, if you took like a, like an eyedropper yeah. and put like three drops of beer in there, <laughs> that's to a T exactly what Bud Light Max oh, tastes man. like. Talk about refreshing. So it's like, could you drink it? You You could. Right. But at, at what cost? Yeah, I mean, come on. You know, it's it, it's like 4% maybe, I think. Yeah, it's 4%, 80 calories, and zero carbs. I just looked it up. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it, it's not worth it. Isn't that the Pioneers. same thing? Isn't like Michelob Ultra also like 4% and 80 calories and like low carbs or something like that? 95, 96, but Like the same like general area, right? But same general, but I'll tell you what. Um, my father-in-law drinks Michelob Ultra like every single day. Uh-huh. So I've, I've had quite, I've had quite a few, you know, since I've been with my wife almost 13 years now. Mm. And there's like an infinite more amount of flavor in a Michelob Ultra. Well, that's what I'm getting there at. Is like, if you're in a Bud have, Light next. Yeah. If you're going to have one of those, just go with the, the Michelob Ultra. Yeah. So the fact that people buy these and support this is, uh, <laughs> makes me want to rip my eyes out of my head do you think it's like a brand loyalty thing like they they like the idea of Michelob Ultra but they're like Budweiser fans or some weird shit like that I want to say no but <laughs> I mean you might be right but it's like when I you know when I was a dumb idiot kid and I drank Bud Light and they, they dropped the Bud Light Platinum everybody remembers the Bud oh, Light Platinum I, I had a Platinum this the super sick blue glass bottle it's a cool bottle but but it was a six percent Bud Light right Right, so if you're gonna buy a Bud, if you're gonna buy a Bud Light, why are you gonna drink the four percent when you can get the platinum and get just completely shittered? Yeah, I mean, never mind the aftertaste. Let's let's we're trying to get shittered here. Exactly, exactly. That wasn't the what we were looking at there. We were just looking at getting plastered and you know probably vomiting later. And oh, every time I drink platinum, yeah, yeah. But you know, you have a good night out of it. (laughs) So I I, I don't don't know the the fact that people. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. 
No, I, I must. <laughs> you, know, you know how I feel. Yeah, please cleanse the palate with the beer you're drinking over there. Mm. Sounds, sounds uh, tasting. Yeah, drink anything else? Uh, good. Yeah. So I had a couple buddies over. Uh huh. About a week ago, we did a little, little small can share because I got super shittered the night before at a Pink Floyd cover band concert. I'm in. So it it was amazing. Uh, there's nothing like being like 30 years old and dancing with all these like 65 year olds <laughs> because you know that they're there for the music because they right. were there when Pink Floyd was actually around. Uh, it's nice so, going so to those was, cover bands because you're always the youngest one in the room. Yeah, and I mean they were phenomenal. They're like uh, they've been around for like 20 years, and I think they tour mostly the Midwest if I'm not mistaken. But I mean they they fucking rocked it. So anyway, we had a little mini can share the following night uh, with Duke of Drinkability. Nice. Best, best name, name on the gram. <laughs> and our, our friend Josh, who I can't remember his IG handle is all weird, but um, he, uh, Josh, big fruited sour guy. Okay. Huge fruited sour guy. Um, 450 North, he brings over oh. two 450 North cans. Nice. One was the Swedish Fish inspired sour. So that one had lingonberry and cherry. Okay. So don't even ask me what a lingonberry is. I was about to. <laughs> it's actually a uh, cranberry-like type berry. Okay. And it grows like off uh, an evergreen plant or something like that. Whatever you say, I believe so, it. So, yeah, so nailed it. We actually looked it up. Okay. And he brought over a, I want to say a, a blackberry pie sour so the beers were good. The The point isn't exactly about how the beers tasted. Okay. But is I disposed of the cans in my recycle bin in the garage, right? As so one this responsible was on a, adult does. As one responsible does. Um. So this was on a Friday night, and our recycle pickup is Thursdays. So mind you, now they're in my garage for an entire week. Mm-hmm. A week later, like we have all coming. of... We have all of these fruit flies started uh. <laughs> popping up in the house. And I'm like, where the hell are these coming from? We haven't had fruit in the house for like over a week. Where is something rotting? What is going on? And I went to dump the small recycling bin I have that's just inside my door that leads from the house to the garage. And I go to pour that in the big recycling bin. Mm-hmm. And there's all this leaky juice oh. that comes out. And I'm thinking to myself, there can't be alcohol in, in this beer, right? It's just got to be straight fruit juice because... Wouldn't it kill the flies? flies? It would kill the flies, right? I think so. It wouldn't lead them and produce more. Right. My point is, 450 North Sours, they may be juicy and delicious, but you are not getting any bang from them. I mean, there whatsoever. was there was a whole 450 gate like a year ago where they found yeah, out the that, a, the ABV gate. I remember. Yeah, that. there was no alcohol or extremely low alcohol, and and I don't get it. Here's the other thing: yeast love fruit. I don't know what the fuck their problem is over there. Yeah, it I it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, whatever they're doing, whatever they're putting out there, it's like they're just taking the fruit puree and putting it straight into the can. Mm mm mm. Sounds delicious. So, yeah. So when it actually says. XXL slushy on the can. It's because you're getting an actually right. slushy. Well, at least you were healthy and you had some fruit intake. And yeah, it, it was you know my blood sugar you know raised a little bit, so that was <laughs> you know I was it was feeling a little low, so that was helpful. But <laughs> vitamin C coming in strong. Yeah, feeling- yeah. So that helped, but uh, we're still trying to get rid of these damn fruit flies. They're still so said you know you yeah you know what I'm doing. 
I'm actually leaving out uh, beer traps for them, like actual beer <laughs> in taster glasses. Uh-huh. And then every morning I'll wake up and then they'll be like drunk to death fruit flies. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, so they're attracted like, to it, then they just die because it has actual alcohol in it? Because it actually has alcohol in it, wow. correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, Science. That proves it right there. That you're, you're, Dude, 100%. Yeah, if you're leaving out beer to kill them and the beer is killing them, but the 450 North was not killing them. Dude, mm, that's crazy. That is crazy. There goes our sponsorship opportunity with 450 North. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. Whoops. <laughs> that's fine. Well, I tell you what, when distributors in your own state don't want to carry your shit, <laughs> yeah, you know that, that says something. Yeah, I think that says just about everything you need to know. Oh well, can't wait to get me some of those hype cans so I can not get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're doing like uh, what do they do in November? Like, oh no, dry January. That's uh, November is the mustache thing. Uh, for dry January, you guys can drink some 450 North. Yeah, just drink all the 450 North slush beers. You'll be fine. You won't be breaking the rules. Uh, all right, before we get to choose voicemail, speaking of uh, fruity beers, let's find out what Flex is drinking over there. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man, one tongue, one tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is Flex drinking. All right, so tonight I am drinking Desert Noises, um, naturally from Eagle Park Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thing. over at my sister-in-law's house uh, earlier today for a little Labor Day get-together, and her husband had some beer that he just needed to get rid of because he hasn't been drinking much of like the fruited stuff lately. Oh. What, well, here what a I am. It's like a, to have. right, I, you know, and I'm I'm just like a beer garbage disposal. <laughs> so when people don't want shit, they're just they just give it to me. Um, so this is a fruited goza, a sour ale with prickly pear, tangerine, and sea salt. Mm. Uh, there, there, there's no description, just a super crisp five percent light crusher. It has like a nice bright pinkish orange i don't even know what color you want to call yeah. that i think pinkish orange nailed it kind pinkish of, orange it looks nailed like a it. sunset yeah. oh my gosh that's gorgeous this is a gorgeous description <laughs> um it's got a 378 on untapped um also I, I think this rating reflects on the fact that it's not something that's overfruited and mm. it's not something that's you know super super hypey uh you'll find this for like 9.99 a four pack at the local beer shop and, uh, the algorithm. Oh, and the can art here love it it's just super trippy um we did not call each other to say hey let's drink some desert themed beers today <laughs> i'll do cactus you do desert um but yeah so on the on the the nose just digging that schnoz in definitely uh you, you get that the sour sour scent to it a little bit of that citrus from the tangerine coming out tangerine dream yeah real refreshing though um so we we warm up the tongue jobber <laughs> every time. I know you were waiting. You were waiting. You was. were waiting for it. You can see it on my face. Oh, this is very crisp, very light, mm. very refreshing. Um, big bits of the tangerine. I've never actually eaten a prickly pear Same. because they have those uh, paper thin thorns coming off them, mm. and if you get them stuck in your skin, it's like an invisible sliver. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah, it's actually horrible to <laughs> handle them, but. <laughs> So I can't touch uh, 
on, on the flavor of if there is any prickly pear in here, but I could tell you that this is uh, just super refreshing, very crisp. It's a legit summer beer and nice. uh, to- totally fits the flex algorithm, man. Yeah. Dude, 10 bucks for a four pack of 16 ounces. That's. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Yeah. It really is. That's money right there. People should catch on to that and uh, boo to your brother-in-law that wanted to get rid of him. Well, he's, you know, he's, you know, told me he thinks his taste buds are changing and, you know, because he did have a four pack of black stack in his fridge mm. and um, he actually let me have one of those tonight, which is pretty cool. And, you know, he's always inviting for me to drink whatever beer he has, but yeah, just some of the fruited stuff. He's like, yeah, he just said he actually cracked a couple fruited stuff and he took a couple sips and he just poured it out because he just wasn't feeling it. Well, if he wants his taste buds to keep changing, I might come over too. <laughs> hey, come on, we'll have a party. <laughs> You're right. Party with all the beer he got rid of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, very nice. Sounds exciting. I had a tasty sour over the weekend. I'll talk about it next week when I talk about my trip. Anyways, all right. Uh, like I said before, the homie Chew Your Beer left us a voicemail. If you uh, here <laughs> last couple of weeks, I've been talking a lot of shit about untapped uh especially in relation to the undeserving scores that morning watch has been receiving and uh not even the scores it's a, sh- it's a shame yeah it's a not, shame i mean not even like the number scores like the things people write like the whole uh, you know like here's a three and a half which is a decent score and then like this didn't hit the mark it's like to what would you give it if it did hit the mark you give it a three and a half you fucking weirdo anyways enough about that here's chew your beer with a voicemail Please leave a message after the tone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the presses, homie. Stop recording. Put your microphones down, your headphones down. Close your videos, because Chew's about to kick some ass, homie. Chew's about to chew your asshole, Greg. Uh, You were my top 10 uh, podcaster. Now you just dropped to number four, homie. You can't be sitting here (laughs) talking shit about Untap. I said, that's where I reside, homie. That's Chew Your Beer's social media awareness homie that's where chew you that's where i reside homie that's me casa and you keep talking shit about untapped home so you have went from number 10 to number four homie and you don't even want to know who's number one number two and number three because you're just a, a tad bit above them homes so i i suggest you stop talking shit about untapped so you can come climb up my ladder because right now my review on greg from the craft beer republic doesn't know shit about untapped, so you just drop <laughs> fucking six notches, Holmes. I'm fucking with you, Greg. I'm messing around, homie. So check it out. True, you be here. Untap. We're both crap. Anybody that's on here or listening, we're all crappier enthusiasts, and we all know that Untap is just a freaking uh, social media journal oh. of whatever you're drinking. So for breweries to get upset about what people are saying, that's their fault. Okay, because it's social media. Nobody is fucking nice on social media. So uh, stop getting upset. Stop getting your fucking chonies up in a bunch, homie. Your boxer briefs in a bunch, and uh, just move know. forward, homie. If you want, if you want to hear the truth about your beer coming from chew your beer's ear, is go to fucking um, beer advocate, homie. Like beer advocate. Like if I log into beer advocate, homie, I'm wearing a bun up. I have I'm wearing khakis. I have fucking penny loafers on. Sounds like Jake uh, from State My Farm. reading glasses are on. I'm drinking my. Uh, depending on the type of beer that I'm drinking, it's either in a pint glass. It's in a uh, you know a tulip glass. But I don't do that shit, homie. I'm the untapped version of 
beer advocate. I am the Vans, High Socks, Dickies, and a fucking streetwise shirt with my LA Dodgers hat. I got my Lokes on, and I'm fucking untapping with my fucking uh, drinking my IPA out of the fucking can, homie. So, uh, you know, back to untap. Is untap is just a journal for me of what I'm drinking and, and what I thought about the beer. So when I do come back to that beer. I have notes on that, homie. So don't get butthurt and untapped. You know and I know it's just just people being people. Idiots. But if you want the truth, come on, homie. Go to fucking Beer Advocate. Or I, I, I don't even know that's the correct one. But, you know, there you go. Greg, you're not that number four, bro. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> you're number five. <laughs> this is true, your beer. <laughs> and I hope this shit makes it into the fucking show, homie. Uh, I was trying nope. to get on the show, but shit happens, right? Um, if you do want to hear me on a podcast, I was on last week's Perfect Whoa, Pour. whoa, what's with uh, the cheap plug? So there you go, homie. So you could get uh, two hours of Chew Your Beer in your ear and go to the Perfect Pour. And this is Chew Your Beer. You have to watch it, homie. Peace out, eh? Yeah, we did have an issue where uh, I was actually going to have Chew, invite Chew over for a podcast. And then it ended up being the week that the wife got COVID. So I figured it was a bad idea to invite him over for said podcast. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, I was cracking up. But uh, I still think most people of Untapped are horrible. You know, kind of like people of Twitter. Like half most of Twitter is a bunch of assholes. I think most of Untapped users are assholes. They're the people who are like... Right. Oh, I don't like two stars. I don't like it, but I also don't like sours. It's like, then don't fucking rate it. Then, yeah, don't rate it or don't drink it or... Yeah. yeah that, I, I agree. That's my... Like, look, if, if it's a genuinely bad beer, give it a fucking shitty review. It's like, oh, I don't like sours. Two stars. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. I only drink hazies. <laughs> this West Coast is gross and clear. All right. All that's, right. That, that's what just crossed my mind, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking haze bros. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, thanks to Chew Your Beer for always bringing the fun. 805-538-BEER-2337 if you want to call us, leave us a voicemail. By the way, I put on my khakis and my button up, and I went to Beer Advocate, and Morning Watch is not on there. So, I guess it's not classy. Now, now you gotta take those clothes off, or? <laughs> Zip. <laughs> Get ready, big boy. <laughs> there we go. With the Sorry, everyone's like, did you guys get over yourself? Like, no, we will not. No, we won't. We're not going to. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lots of news has been going on the last week or so. Uh, first of all, McKellar is closing their San Diego tap room and production facility. And it begins. In another case of couldn't have happened to a nicer company. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. They are citing... COVID and inflation as the reason that they're going to have to close those facilities. I'm going to cite because fucking Mikhail's a dickhead. And yeah, anyways, that's another story we've covered in depth, but uh, they will go back to their contract brewing. Um, I, I remember back in the day when they started, like they didn't have a spot and it was a whole thing where like they'd brew at different breweries all over the country. And then it was like, mm -hmm. Oh, try and catch the whatever McKellar. And then, you know, they got their own spot. Honestly, I feel like their hype died down when they got a couple of permanent locations because all of a sudden it was easier to get their stuff. Yeah. Before I remember when they would do the uh, the Three Floyds collabs. They had like right. the Foggy Geezer, and which was a pretty good beer, but yeah, then everything went down with them and nobody wanted to touch it anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, 
Maui, you know, the, the purchaser of Modern Times, the deal is still set to close in October. They say when the uh, deal closes, their new organization, instead of being Maui Brewing and Modern Times, which they'll operate as separate brands, but the new organization will be called Craft Ohana. Aww. Mm. I feel like I'm watching, what's the rock movie? Uh, Moana? Moana. There we go. You should oh, call it Craft thinking, Moana. <laughs> I was thinking of Lilo and Stitch, man. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's a better reference. Yeah. Better reference. Good job. Um, and Sapporo's $165 million acquisition of stowing... <laughs> dude, words, dude. Or I made it I made it okay. It got to like you this point Almost the there. <laughs> almost, almost made it. Uh, their $165 acquisition of Stone Brewing officially closed last week on August 31st. Stone is officially no longer craft, and they will start immediately bringing over Sapporo production to the Stone facilities. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just, man, no... How does that make you feel? Well, it's so weird. I mean, first of all, I feel this. People are like, you're stupid. But I feel a little like betrayed and lied to for so long. No one has preached like how disgustingly independent they are more than crap or more than stone. Uh, everything they did was like, we hate big beer and we're more independent than your mom and like whatever. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then out of nowhere is like, Hey, we just sold for really not that much money considering who we are. Yeah. Um, Ballast Point sold for a billion dollars and Stone sold for 165 mil. Look, it's a lot of money. And I I realize part of that is because uh, Sapporo also, also has to pay off their debts. So I'm yeah, sure that's they took on all that debt. Right, exactly. So uh, that's Which is what, in. 300 million? Yeah, it was three something. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Something somewhere in the 300s. Um, so it's no no small chunk of debt, but uh, yeah, man, it it hurts. I've said it many times on the show. Whenever anybody asks, like, what got you into craft? Two beers, really. One was Mammoth three ninety five, and the other is Stone Cali Belgique. And uh, so it got me into craft. And it's you know, I'm sure there were people when Ballast Point sold out. They were like, fuck, man, it was Sculpin that got me into craft, and I'm sure it sucked for them. And I feel your pain now. Stone was a big part of me going craft and liking IPAs and. All that kind of stuff. So here we are. Well, now, now here's the $167 million question, Greg. <laughs> Any more Trace Leches for Christmas? Oh, you mean the Choco Vases? Yeah. It's funny you should say that. Uh, I believe it was Hayes Boys or one of the trolling accounts on the gram posted a thing about Choco Vesa and how bad it is. I've always really liked Choco Vesa. I think it's a great Christmas beer. The Trace Leches one wasn't my favorite. I like the OG Choco better. Um, you know what? If it's handed to me, I'm still gonna drink that shit. It, it's just Christmas in a can. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for saying that. So I'm, that's a big step for you. I'm sorry. It's Christmas in. <laughs> you, here, let, let me sell myself out even more. Hey, for, I had a sip of Bud Light next, man. You're you're, you're okay with I'm this? I'm still a step above. Uh, every year, speaking of Sapporo, you know they bought out Anchor Brewing a few years ago. Yeah, and every year I still have a uh, Happy Christmas and Merry New. Year. Nope. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Anchor. Because once again, it's just Christmas in a bottle and uh, I enjoy it. And maybe I don't review it on the show anymore, but uh, I still have it. And for all you fuckers wondering, no. Wow. This is like a therapy session. Yeah, this is this is fucking deep, man. And for everybody who wants to know what shirt I'm wearing right now, it's actually a stone shirt. And you know why? Because it's fucking comfortable. <laughs> like, will I wear it to breweries anymore? Probably not. But uh, it's one of the most comfortable shirts I own. 
It was given to me as a gift like 10 years ago. Still super comfortable. Wear the shit out of this shirt. I'll tell you what, it looks it looks comfortable. It is. Looks horrible on me, but it's comfy. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, do I owe you money for that therapy session? Are we are we good or Nah, man, I'm your friend, Bill so we do this stuff for free, right? Oh, That's what we do. I like that. Cuz I might need a few more. Um and then speaking of breweries that are no longer around, Green Flash. They are, you know, they were purchased. Yeah, it's so and, weird, yeah. Right, San Diego breweries, man. Uh, they were purchased. They no longer produce at their facility. Their 100,000 barrel brewery is going up for auction on September 14th. So if you're looking for a, I looked it up. It, they're actually piecing it out. They're not just auctioning off the brewery. They're piecing everything out. And everything, no matter what it was. So what, like they're auctioning off like tanks separately? And, yep, everything. I mean, it got wow. down to like, they had a couple of TVs that were used as menus and they were like auctioning them off separately. Like everything's going. And, Interesting. Uh, so auction everything off and then just sell the building straight out. Yeah, I don't know if they own the building or if they're renting it. You know, who knows how that worked? But like all the equipment, one by one, is being piecemeal auctioned, and everything. I looked on the website starts at ten dollars. Wow. So if you want a big ass fermenter that holds like fifty barrels of beer, ten dollars starting bed. Ten dollars starting bed. Yeah. Yeah. They had a bunch of lab equipment for like ten dollars. Ten dollars. Twenty. Twenty dollars. Told. <laughs> I mean, by the way, that's all Busta Rhymes does too. When he raps, anyways. Wow, you don't you say that? I love Busta. He's the best. But like half of his songs, he's like word, 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 word. It's like, oh, you cheated by doing that. But it's it's so smooth though. Yeah, nobody does it like he does. But I'm over here going like, you know, and he's just it's just like butter. You sound like you're doing bawa da ba. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I was. Anyways, so uh, if you're looking for a bunch of brewery gear, September 14th, get that green flash leftover. And then finally, we'll end it on a... Man, I should have found a better story to end the show on. This is not the happiest story, but Germany's hop crop, eh, that rhymes, is down <laughs> 20% versus 2021. They're blaming this on the heat wave and the drought they're having over there in Europe. And they're encouraging brewers to, quote, embrace... Modern varieties, which leads mm. me to this chilling challenge. No, leads me to this question. Uh, is it, you know, if you're brewing a, a traditional German beer, you know, like a Marzen or something like that, is it still the same thing if you're using some uh, new newfangled hops? Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. I mean, you can find hops, newer varietals that have similar alpha acid profiles and all that kind of stuff. But like, I'm going to brew this German Pilsner. With New Zealand hops, <laughs> check out my Marzen with ro- with uh, oh. Motueka. <laughs> well, isn't isn't that just a New Zealand pilsner? Nah, it's German. <laughs> it's Das New Zealand. I wrote German on the label, so it's German, <laughs> <laughs> and so it is done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know if there's any like you know Germans got like the Reinheitsgebot rules and all that stuff. Like, is it is it still a, a fucking Marzen if you don't use if you don't use the noble hops from germany is it still a you know vienna lager if you're not using saws or one of those i'm gonna say no but i'm also not a scientist right if any scientists are out there listening please please you know what um what is it brews with Birkowski? she'll know she knows lots of beer history and rules and laws we'll we'll reach out to her yes please let us know because we are not as smart as you are no that is a fact 
We it's know. like a super super fact. If, if, <laughs> super if a fact, fact could be any more factual than it is, like like if a fact ran into some green ooze in the sewer, like it would be a super yeah. fact. Or if it was like five facts that combined into one mega zorn mm, fact, mm-hmm. you know that's yes. Wouldn't that then be like a power be. fact? Nailed it. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I feel like this is where we should end the show. It's just going to get worse. I, th- I think that was really good to end the show. I, I mean, I, I perfect note. You know what? We're going to hit some music because that was the perfect hit note. Hit some music. Say hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. We'll also encourage everybody to check us out on the Grams, Crappy Republic. Of course, Flex Me a Beer underscores in between, as well as CrappyRepublic.com, 805-538-BEER. That is 2337. I think that's everything. Oh, mail at CrappyRepublic.com. Now I think that's everything. I hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.